Good morning, Nachum. Good morning, to everybody. Wow, what a special day today is. Today is the Erev Yom Tov, where we are ushering in tonight, Mietz Hashem, Zman Simchaseinu, the Yom Tov of real happiness and joy. A word, a word or two about the Hashkafa of Sukkot first, then we'll get to some of the Halachos, and then we'll try to once again, take, if we have a chance at the end, a little bit more hashkafa of the Yom Tov. If someone were to ask, really, what is Sukkot and why is it coming after Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur? So there's no question. The tour gives one answer why Sukkot comes when it does in the fall to show that our going into the Sukkot is not because we're looking to go into our, quote, summer homes but ra- or bungalows, but rather we are doing it for the sake of the mitzvah. This is the time of the year that people are beginning to pack up and leave their summer homes. And that's exactly when we go into ours. But there is, and I believe we should understand, an integral connection between Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur and Sukkot. There's no question that on Rosh Hashanah, that literal New Year's resolution that we had first, on Rosh Hashanah we coronate Hashem. We declare His sovereignty. We declare ourselves to be Avodim. We are not just Bonim, not just literally proud children of Hashem, but Avodim servants of Hashem, prepared to do whatever He says. And therefore, on Yom Kippur, we scrutinize our actions of this past year. Tell me, was I a good Eved or not? And I resolve, I have charata regret for that which I was not that good servant, my commitment to being that good servant of Hashem. And now, ta-da, ta-da-da-da-da-da, what is Sukkot? Sukkot is the actualization of the commitment of Yom Kippur. In other words, on Yom Kippur we prioritized what is more important and what is less important. And therefore, the Talmud teaches us at the beginning of the Gemara Sukkah, what is the Sukkah? Get out of your homes, which you think give you all the security, which you think is so important, that you've invested so much money in the purchase, in the upkeep, etc. And say, and go into a temporary dwelling, one that you realize your complete and total dependence on Hashem, because as you know, the schach on the sukkah, which is the primary part of the sukkah, which is made from, quote, vegetation, which has to be detached, and something which is not makabel tumor. Now listen carefully. There cannot be so much schach on the roof that it would make the sukkah impervious to the rain, meaning that the schach cannot be dense enough 
to provide protection from a heavy rain. The rain must come through. Basically, the sukkah reminds us that we are under his protection. Hashem is the one that gives us this protection. That is the essence of the sukkah. And why is this Zaman Simchasenu? Because a person realizes what real Simcha is. And real Simcha is not, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have a nice kitchen. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have nice appliances. Yes. But everything has to be put in the proper perspective. Simchasenu is that a person is Lifnei Hashem. Wow. And therefore, Sukkot is that beautiful transition whereby we actually get to live and we eat and ideally, as we'll see, sleep as well, depending on the circumstance, etc. Lifnei Hashem, because as the Talmud teaches us, and then we'll have a chance to talk about, the Shem Shamayim, literally the Shechina, resides upon our Sukkah. Wow! And this, too, a little bit is a nutshell. Why is it Sman Simchasenu? Well, there's no sinner, hatred, kinner, jealousy. If one realizes that there's something a little bit more important than this world, namely the next world. But how do I get to the next world? By fulfilling the Torah in this world. And the sukkah is just that, that beautiful reminder to me. And before we get to the halachos, let's remind ourselves that the Chofetz Chaim, Zechat Tzadik Levracha, who lived in Radin, had very meager furniture. So once a rather wealthy individual passing through, when he was in the rather meagerly furnished home of the Chofetz Chaim, asked, Rebbe, where is your furniture? So the Chofetz Chaim asked him in return, Tell me, where is yours? Ah, my furniture is in Varsha, but I'm just passing through. Said the, that's why I don't have it with me now. Said the Chavetz Chaim, I'm also just passing through. This is the realization that we should have. We're all just passing through. Again, after the week of Sukkot, go and enjoy your nice house, but prioritize what is more important and what is less important. Okay. With that, let's understand that we start tonight the uh, mitzvah of Yeshiva Basuka. But before we even get there, and I'll explain to you why in a few moments, we learn from the Gzeira Shava, Tezvav, Tezvav. Just as the Torah says that Sukkot is on Chamisha Asar Yom, the 15th day of the 7th month. And... Pesach is on the 15th day of the first month. Many of the halachos, including one, I must eat matzah on the night of the Pesach Seder. I must eat in the sukkah tonight. Talking about men. Women, by all means, could, should, if they can, accompany their husbands or if they have access to a sukkah, by all means, eat there. But a man is obligated, a woman is not. It's a misasatia's mangrama. And so, therefore, a man is obligated to eat in the sukkah tonight. 
And just as the matzah has to be eaten when it's definitively night, so too you have to eat in the sukkah tonight when it is definitively night. And as the Shulchan Aruch says that on Erev Pesach, we don't want you eating much in the afternoon, so you'll have a healthy appetite for the matzah, so too the Ramah rice, you should have a healthy appetite for eating in the sukkah this evening. Okay, now, very simply, understand that there is a mitzvah, the Torah says, to reside in the sukkah for seven days. And as the Shulchan Aruch says in Siman Tafresh Lametes 639, paragraph 2, Ochlim, we eat, Shosim, and we drink, V'yashenim, and we sleep in the sukkah, Kol Shiva, Bimbayom, Bimbalayla. Now, very simply, the idea behind this is that the Torah says, Basukos Teshvu Shivas Yomim, you are to reside in the sukkah for seven days. And the rabbis tell us, Teshvu Ka'in Tuduru, you live in the sukkah as you live in the home. And therefore, as you live in the home, you eat and sleep, so too ideally in the sukkah. Now, married men from the letter of the law are exempt because of the fact that normally when one is at home, they sleep in the same room as their wife, and most often the sukkah does not allow for that to happen, uh, privacy, modesty, etc. So she is his exemption, should he want, from the sukkah. However, if a person takes a nap during the day on Yom Tov, bring the mattress put it on the table and take the nap in the sukkah where you're supposed to do and not in the house. Now, one should eat and drink, listen carefully, only in the sukkah. However, one can eat outside the sukkah. The Shulchan Aruch tells us even a piece of bread the size of a the, the uh, quantity of an egg, okay, but nothing more than that. Basically a nash and you can drink water, have fruit, vegetables outside the sukkah. However, if your sukkah is close by, so even to take a glass of water, if it's just a few steps, by all means, you should do it. As the Shulchan says, Harezem Meshubach. Okay, however, listen carefully now. A uh, meal or a tafshil, a food made from any one of the five um, grains, right? Interesting, the same five grains that we're talking about with, you know, matzah and chametz, namely wheat, barley, rye, spilt, and oats. This requires sukkah. And ideally, once again, if a person can um, eat everything in the sukkah, hare ze meshubah. Good. Now listen carefully. Tonight in the sukkah, it's a special mitzvah based upon that. It's a chova, it's an obligation, says the Shulchan Aruch. And therefore, first thing, think for a moment. Neighbors, friends who don't have a sukkah, invite them tonight to make sure that they have an opportunity to fulfill the biblical mitzvah of eating in the sukkah. All right? Good. Um... Now, there's an interesting machlokes, how much one has to eat tonight. That according to the Mechaber, the Rambam, Mechaber follows the Rambam, the Rush, it is sufficient to have 
tonight in the sukkah, even a kezayis, because we learned it out from matzah, which is even a little bit less than a kebetzah. However, follow, if you can, the shita of the ritva and others that say no, tonight as well, one should have minimally the size of a kibetza. So take a nice piece of challah tonight, eat it slowly, you don't have to lean to the left when you're eating it, but eat it slowly and keep in mind everybody, no K-N-O-W, why you're eating in this sukkah. Interesting, the laws of sukkah begin in a very unusual way. What does that mean? It means that normally you find all the halachos. Here, the laws of sukkah begin by telling us why. Why you're sitting in the sukkah. And the machaber follows, once again, the opinion of the Rambam, follows Rabbi Eliezer in the Gemara and says, Ah, do you want to know why you are sitting in the sukkah? You're sitting in the sukkah to remember, listen carefully now, the Ananei Kavod the special clouds of glory that HaKadosh Baruch Hu enveloped the Jewish people in the desert and very, very important. Listen carefully now. Says the Machaber in Tafresh Chafei 625. You, why do we... He quotes the Pasuk. Pasukos Teishvu ki Pasukos Hoshavti because Hashem caused us to reside. Heim Anane Kavod. We are to remember the clouds of glory that it was not hot by day, not cold by night. In other words, my friends, a very interesting halacha, which doesn't apply tonight, according to most, but applies the rest of the week of Sukkot. Very important. Mitzta'er. If a person is uncomfortable, so what is the din? You're put it from the Sukkot. Why is that? If you don't like the cardboard, I mean the matzah, you have to eat it anyway on the night of Pesach. Why all of a sudden, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a little too cold, oh, yeah, yeah, a little too hot. Why are you from the letter of the law exempt? And the answer is, Remember, my friends, when I say sukkah, you say five-star hotel. What does that mean, five-star hotel? Even in a five-star hotel, when you put your laundry out at nighttime, I don't think you get it back fresh in the morning. You might get it back fresh 24 hours later. Here, you got it fresh in the morning. The Ananekavod literally ironed and pressed, washed, pressed, ironed their clothing overnight. The shoes grew overnight. And, like I said, air conditioning by day, heat by night. And so, if you're going to be uncomfortable in the sukkah, you're going against the very grain. And therefore, Baruch Hashem, in this tri-state area, they're predicting nice weather. I hope wherever you're listening, it's not going to R-A-I-N. But very quickly, if it were to R-A-I-N on the night of Sukkot's first night tonight, listen carefully, you'd wait a half an hour, and then if it's still raining, you put on your raincoat, and what's in your hand? Your cup, and with a bottle of wine, go in the Sukkah, and make Sukkah, make Kiddush in the rain. And, listen carefully, you're going to say a Shechionu, you're not going to make a Leshe Basukah, but you are going to say a Shechionu for the Yom Tov, and you're going to go in the house and wash. What's in your hand? The plastic bag. What's in the plastic bag? A piece of what? Challah. You're going to sit in the Sukkah in the rain and make a bracha of Hamotzi. You're not going to make a Leshe Basukah. Ah, if it stops raining later, come out and make the Leshe Basukah on a piece of Challah. Okay, and this is only true on the first night 
okay? Not on the second. Hopefully it won't rain in either night, etc. We should enjoy the sukkah. Okay, very quickly, just to uh, remind ourselves, the sukkah is, I told you before, that the shechina is on it. And so therefore, during sukkahs, I come by and uh, you say, uh, would you like to play ping pong? Not really, but okay, where do I? No problem, I'm going to take the, no, no, you can't take the panels down. That the sukkah itself is huksa le mitzvaso. And so is, today we have plastic fruits on the, I grew up, we had actual fruit. If you were sitting in the sukkah and an, ap, and an apple came down, you can't eat that apple. Why not? Because it's all huksa le mitzvaso. It's muksa. An interesting term, the use of the word. What does that mean? It's there and it's an integral part of the quote-unquote structure, which remains muksa until, um, you know, simchas. Torah. Okay, now, let's get back over here. The idea is that we treat the sukkah with respect, so much so that very often if I have a plastic tablecloth, etc., and I'm rolling it up, taking it, don't bring the garbage pail into the sukkah, take the garbage out of the sukkah, and, you know, to the entrance and put the pail there, etc. Again, little things, but these little things speak um, very significant uh, messages about how we relate to the sukkah. Um, let's understand that once again, um, enjoy it. Enjoy the sukkah. Tomorrow morning, okay, we take the Arba Minim, the Esrog, the Lulav, Hadassim, and Aravos. Okay, here we go. The uh, Lulav, with the spine facing you, I place my three Hadassim, the three Myrtle, okay, which should be Mishulashim, to my right. These are ready. I can't, I put it together uh, this afternoon, okay, before Yom Tov. And my two Aravos willows to the left. My Esrog, you ready, my friends? You pick it up, please God, with the Pitom, or if it grew without a Pitom, down in that. Uh, why? Because Mida'agbe, from the letter of the law, as soon as you pick it up, you satisfy the mitzvah. So we make the bracha, you ready? With the pitom down, tomorrow morning, two brachos, al-natilas lulav, and then she'achiyonu. And listen carefully, the minog Yisrael is to shake east in front of you, to your right, behind you, to your left, up and down. Okay, here we go. Many have the minhog to recite the bracha on the Esrog and Lulav to Benj Esrog in the Sukkah. And others know, wait, right before Halil, where right before, in all the Sedurim, right before Halil, you have the bracha for the yeah, Esrog and Lulav, the Arba Minim. Why? Because we're going to use it within the Halil. Hodul Hashem Kitov, Kilom Chazdo, we're going to shake the Lulav, and we're going to, come on, um, shake it for Ona Hashem Hoshiana. The Esrog and Lulav represents Kolatz Mosai Tomarna. I'm in. All my body, all my different parts, the different parts that are symbolized by the Arbaminim, all different Jews as together miss this true simcha on this occasion. Musaf tomorrow and throughout the week is followed by the Hoshanos, whereby we <clears throat> once again are praying for a good, healthy, 
rainy season for Eretz Yisrael. And once you have rain for Eretz Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ramban writes, sends it to the rest of the world as well. There's so much to, to say about Sukkos, but let me just once again conclude with the Dovra Melech says, the Am Nivra Yahalil Ko. What does that mean? That a nation that has been, quote, recreated. And when was that? On Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We're given another lease on life. We praise Hashem. We do so with the Esrogen Lulav. We do throw with the Sukkah. It's a man, Zaman Simchasenu, a time of true joy. Make it so by inviting to your Sukkah, A, those who don't have, and those people that are alone, that they shouldn't be alone. They should be with company. Very, very significant that one should, quote-unquote, reach out, especially at this time, and have people and guests in your sukkah with you. Yes, make sure they're vaccinated, fine, do everything properly, but come on, we can't allow something called a pandemic to disturb our real Simchas Yom Tov. Use caution, do it right, etc. I take this opportunity of wishing Nachum, Stacy, and family, and all our family of JM in the AM to appreciate this very, very special Yom Tov. I wish everybody a good Yom Tov. Let it be a true Zman Simchasenu for all. Good Yom Tov to all.